Good morning. You're on the trail, 103.3, KDTRFM and HD1 Florence, Missoula. Locally owned, locally operated by the Missoula Broadcasting Company. It's 11 o'clock now. I'm Alanya, and we are officially in the heart of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, the 16th annual. 181 films from around the world. Lots of films produced right here in Montana. The Trail 103.3 is so excited to once again be the exclusive uh, source for interviews with filmmakers and panelists. We've got ticket giveaways all week long. And don't forget, all of these interviews will be posted up on our website, trail1033.com, also our Facebook. And a big thanks to our sponsors for making these interviews possible, Farmer State Bank and Northwest Plastic Surgery Associates. So I'm joined by Ben Shores right now here in the studio, uh, who has some ties to Montana, Ben. You say That's you're right. from Cutbank. Yes, I said uh, native, legitimate Montana. If you grew up in Cutbank, you can forever say you're a Montana. Yes, it, yeah, you have earned that badge. Uh, now based out of Washington? Yeah, I'm at Washington State University. I teach journalism. Oh, you teach? Production there. Oh, very cool. Yeah. That's. Uh, I went to the journalism school here at the university. and Wonderful. I'm um, a big champion of keeping journalism alive and... Yeah. Um, making it as real and personal as possible. Uh, so you've got a film, The Black Feet Flood, uh, that is showing this afternoon as part of a shorts block, 145 at the MCT. You actually had the world premiere yesterday, correct? Yeah, that's right. And how did that go? It was it was fantastic. We had some of the subjects from the film who, who drove down, uh, despite the weather, to attend, and we got the, a chance to reconnect with them. It's been very important for us to... Have a relationship with that community that uh, where we can collaborate on that on this project, and so it's been a project that we've been working on for six years. Wow! Um, and uh, we spun out a, a couple documentary shorts, uh, but this will be a half hour program for uh, public television. Um, and so we're excited to to see everybody again. It's like a reunion to come to the festival. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the storyline of the film? Yeah, we got interested in this uh, because it was the subject of the first Pulitzer Prize in Montana journalism uh, by Mel Reuter at the Hungry Horse News. And uh, just a phenomenal uh, piece of uh, uh, journalism by, by Mel Reuter and the Hungry Horse News. Um, it focused on the western side of the Rocky Mountains. And on the eastern side of the Rocky Mountains, it's, it was an entirely different story. The western side, uh, there were no fatalities. There was tons of damage, and it was very traumatic for the community. On the eastern side of the Rocky Mountains, 31 people died. And so when we went back and looked at kind of the national narrative around this flood, uh, of course, the Pulitzer dominates that conversation and uh, makes very little mention of what was happening on the Blackfeet community in part because the Blackfeet community was almost inaccessible in those times. Roads were terrible. Uh, most people didn't have phones. You were lucky if you had a radio. Uh, and so radio was really uh, the beating heart of, of this story, and it's how people found out about uh, the, the, the collapse of two dams uh, that flooded these little communities. Were these communities open to talking about this and revisiting some of these traumatic experiences that their land and their families had been through? That's a great, uh, that's a great question because when we arrived, um, I'm, I'm white. Um, my, uh, co-producer Torsten Shellstrand is from Sweden. Um, and so we showed up to make this, this film, uh, and we were lucky enough to be able to work with, 
um, two great um, uh, consulting producers, Leilani Upham and Brooke Sweeney, who had ties to that uh, community. And we met with them several times before we really sort of dove into the filmmaking. And they were our entree into this community. Um, and then we had to just, we just kept going back and back and back um, to try to build these relationships. The thing that we heard over and over from this community is um, we've never talked, we never talked about it. We never told the story even within our own families uh, because it was too difficult. It was too traumatic. Um, and so when we showed up and started asking questions, um, we were surprised by how many people were ready to talk. And we've been encouraged. Um, some of the, the, the short films that we produced for PBS Indies are, are used in the classrooms in, in Browning and, and Blackfeet schools to really sort of, number one, tell what happened in the flood, but also to spark some, some intergenerational conversations. Um, you know, what are the stories that your, that your grandparents know that they just haven't told you? Um, so that, that's been a really valuable part of the process for us is to engage the community in conversation. I think that's uh, something really important you bring up is um, is capturing those conversations that are being told. Uh, I think back to a conversation this summer I had with my mom who was visiting and we were camping up on Flathead Lake and she just started talking about my grandparents in and I'd never heard these stories. And I'm so glad my husband was sitting right there that could also hear these. And I almost wish I would have recorded everything because I had never heard, you know, about them building the furniture and them doing all these these stories that were a big part of our family's lives. Um, and so capturing that, I think, is so important. And we have the resources and the media mm-hmm. to do so. And, and sometimes it's just starting those conversations is and opening those gates um, can be the toughest part. Um, were you surprised at, at, I mean, the reaction to people's willingness to open about open up about it? We were. Um, we did. Uh, we conducted twenty-five or interviews with twenty-five different survivors, rescuers, family members over the course of several years. We've archived those, um, and we're going to provide those uh, uh, to the tribe with with the consent of the people who were interviewed. What we then had to do was go back and try to figure out how these stories could fit into a half-hour film for public <laughs> television. Yeah. And so there are so many powerful, um, engaging stories that don't make it into to our film. The, the story that really resonated with me was the story of Butch Newbrest, uh, who was orphaned by the flood. He was 14 years old. Uh, his parents uh, were swept away along with his two-year-old sister. Um, his father's body was found. His mother and sister are still missing buried uh, in these uh, just massive amounts of, of silt and mud somewhere on the northern plains of Montana. And Butch would uh, still ride along those uh, riverbanks uh, uh, on Birch Creek um, and hear his words, hoping that someday the wind would blow the dust off him and he'd be able to find and, and bury his, his mother and, and daughter, or uh, sister. Butch, uh, after he was orphaned, um, sort of lit out for America, um, had no compensation uh, for what had happened to him, was taken in by a local family, and then uh, when he was uh, 14, uh, the fall after the flood, he, he took off and worked odd jobs for 
about 50 years and uh, really never came back to the reservation and revisited this community. And so when he did, it happened to coincide with our visits. Mm. And so we got to watch Butch first come home and then struggle with, uh, you know, can you come home again? Um, the, the community that he lived in was um, on Birch Creek, uh, which is a really rural area in the southern part of the Blackfeet Reservation. No running water. Um, lived along the creek banks for shelter and water. And there were these little communities up and down the creek that lived there uh, because it was one of the few places that you had shelter and you had water in that part of the reservation. So when this dam broke and this uh, 30-foot uh, wall of water came just tunneling down this little creek, um, it just wiped everybody out and they had no place place to go. Yeah. I'm talking with Ben Shores. He's the filmmaker for the Blackfeet Flood. It is showing this afternoon at the MCT at 145 as part of a shorts block. Now, you've mentioned uh, several times um, that this is going to be a part of uh, public TV. Or, or So where else will this be showing or what is your plans for this film following the Doc Fest? Yeah, so we had just wonderful support from Vision Maker Media, uh, Humanities Montana, and then ITVS, which is uh, the producing uh, for public television. So after we finish uh, festivals, we'll go into uh, a fall schedule uh, through public television for, for distribution after that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time and for, um, you know, emphasizing the importance to capture our stories and our, our um discuss and talk about our heritage and and you know how we got here and what we did to to make it because um sometimes those stories get lost and as much as social media and stuff might get in the way it is kind of a timestamp of what we're doing and um being able to uh, share that message so uh, i really appreciate you being able to um capture those stories from people that otherwise may have never talked about what happened. Uh, the Blackfeet Flood, it is showing this afternoon at 1.45 at the MCT. Do you have uh, Facebook and social media people, website that people can kind of follow where you guys are and where they can um, hopefully learn a little bit more? Yeah, we're at uh, 64flood, spelled out, uh, .com. Uh, all our shorts are up there as well as uh, updates. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter and Facebook as well. Thank you so much, Ben. The back, the Blackfeet Flood showing this afternoon, 145 at the MCT as part of the 16th annual Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. You can catch all these interviews on our website at trail1033.com. And thanks again to Farmer State Bank and Northwest Plastic Surgery Associates for sponsoring.